Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the JDT Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about filling your holes. Now, when I make that statement of filling your holes, we're talking about that emptiness, that void, that space that you feel within yourself where you're constantly chasing something to create a what we could use as a space filler to fill that hole or that emptiness that you may be feeling. Over the years, as I've grown, I've come to realize that I've been on a never-ending pursuit. Many of us have holes that cause us to pursue things to fill these. A few of mine could be me chasing a life not like my father's, not my mother's, but something that I've yet to determine. Maybe it's even the fear of being quote-unquote basic. I have no family of my own, nor any predecessors. But as I work on building generational wealth and income, I think to myself, usually while listening to an audiobook, but I'll have the thoughts to myself as to how to fill my voids. While going on this journey that we call life, while growing up, I've come to notice that the more you run away from attempting to be like your mother, your father, or whomever you are aiming not to turn into, the more unintentionally you're molding yourself into that very person. And yes, you can use the excuse that you're nothing like them, but the more you look at yourself, you see who you're most like. Over time, I've gone and I've looked and I've sat with myself. I've sat with friends. I've sat with family. And we'll talk with each other, let each other know what we don't want for ourselves, what we're afraid of running into in life, and just some of our biggest fears for our own person. Throughout those conversations, words like, I don't want to turn into my mother. I don't want to put that burden off on someone or that energy off on someone where it they have to feel how I felt while growing up in that way. Or they have to deal with the things that I had to deal with, which I don't want that for whether it's your child or other family members or even friends in which you encounter each day. I've also had the conversations with friends where they're over just to become that person as to who they looked up to. We could say a role model. With both sides of the ball being played, when I sat down with myself and had this conversation which I honestly was going to, I was thinking prior to that conversation that it was just going to be a short 10 to 15 minute sit down. But as I began to write to myself and sit there and have thoughts and one-on-one conversations with self, I discovered that there were things that I saw growing up, whether from my mom aunts, uncles, grandparents, friends that I, I 
I clenched on because it was a piece of them that I liked. Not saying I wanted to imitate them, not saying that I wanted to be like them, but what they showed me was something that attracted me to building myself <clears throat> more like that. So as I saw that, it wasn't me saying that, hey, I want to add this to my characteristics to be more like this person. It was me stating that I wanted to add it to my characteristics to be better than that person or to make myself better. Because throughout life, you're on a constant race with yourself to improve yourself before your time runs out. When you have a hole in the wall, you lay plaster. When you have a hole in the roof, you patch it. And when you have one in a tire, you plug it. But what about a hole in your life? I'd first say you must figure out what caused that hole. Whether it be losing someone in your life, a bad relationship, or whatever the cause may be. What if that hole or empty feeling that you have is only fear? Fear of being average, which is one of mine. Fear of not making it or just a simple fear of being of not being accepted. Some of these are forms of anxiety in my eyes or overthinking, which I also state would be a form of anxiety. Overall, your hole is your hole and you're the only one that can patch it. As I've mentioned in podcasts episodes in the past I was reading 50 Cent's book Hustle Harder Hustle Smarter one of the topics that he used in that book was just do shit which he said he got from a friend of his when you just do shit you don't leave that time or that space or that moment or second that can cause you to think of not being good enough, overthinking situations, or fear of not making it because you're indeed just doing shit. So for an example, you can use, you, you're sitting down with someone having a conversation and they start talking about the stock market. So instead of going and looking more into the stock market, which is now so easily accessible. All you have to do is download an app on your phone and boom, put a couple of dollars in there and you can have your own shares in less than five minutes. And you going in there, creating your own portfolio, investing in stocks of your choosing. And next thing you know, you've just made another form of income aside from your job, aside from any extra checks or income that you may re be receiving on the backside as well. That's how it fell into my lap. But you don't have to just do shit like that. You may also be a more cautious person to where you want to know every who, what, when, where, and how before you decide to do it.
that's okay because you're being cautious. Especially if it's finances involved in that, I'd definitely be cautious too. I hate the sight of even losing $5, let alone 50 or 500 So that's why when I joined the stock market, I was kind of slow to jump into or to throw one to three thousands into a, a stock. I was afraid of that. But what I did realize is that, okay, this is my money. And if I'm going to use it for this, not to just make it sound cool, like, hey, yeah, I, I got investments in the stock market. But are you going to move smart with that? You have to do your research on which company you're going to invest in. You have to look into the ways as to how you're going to also invest it. Then you have to learn about the calls, the puts, everything, the strikes, all the different ways to manipulate the stock market. Me finding other ways to create and the extra income was also a way for me to fill one of my holes. I I never wanted to be the person to say, man, I don't know how I'm going to eat tonight. I've never wanted to be the person to have to ponder on the fact of how I can pay a bill. I've never wanted to be the person to just feel as if I'm lost in the world and every day is just going by. I'm just taking up space, if you may. I've always wanted to ensure that regardless of if I turn out to be the wealthiest person or just able to live in my means and have a comfortable life, I never wanted to have some of those worries. What is it that you're afraid of? Are you afraid that if you attempt to change your life, that you will fail? Do you think that you're not competent? Or is it that you are okay with the empty spaces within you that you feel and it just doesn't bother you as much? Many people feel their holes, but never feel their holes. By that, I'm stating that majority of humans who have those unfilled voids, instead of attacking it head on and closing or filling the hole, they just do things to not think about the hole, which for some, they work out or pick up other hobbies. Others, they work and spread themselves out so thin that their life is now just about work. Others, on the other hand, don't take it so well and turn to alcohol or drugs or even attempt to harm themselves due to the hole growing larger and larger until it becomes a massive ball of cancer. I've seen all three play out in numerous fields of life, on friends, co-workers, and definitely while on deployment. People find hobbies out here to make their time go by. Whether if it's going to the gym, going on a daily walk, spending time just 
listening to music or in silence. So that way they can make their peace for themselves to be able to relax and find them. Others, they do so many things because they say, oh, it makes the time on deployment go by faster. So after they finish working an eight to 12 hour shift, they'll go and volunteer with one of the departments that we have here for another four hours, then go get something to eat, go volunteer somewhere else for maybe another one to two hours, go to their room, shower, sleep and repeat each and every day. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having a schedule. But for myself, having everything down to a T as to reliving the same day over and over again, especially while on deployment, I, I, I can't get a kick out of that. That's not me. It, it doesn't fit me. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but you have to find what fits you. We're all different and we're all living our own lives and trying to go on our own path and journey. So what you must do in these moments, especially before you get to that that moment to where it starts to overwhelm you. And turn you to the alcohol and drugs or to the moment where you want to harm yourself. And before that, that hole grows so big that it turns into that cancer. Just play around with different things for you to find what works for you. Everyone is different. You are who you are. And the only way that you can fill a hole is by dealing with your issues head on, working it out through yourself. If you're religious, pray on it. If you feel great after writing things down, write it out. If music is your escape, cut off the lights, play your favorite cuts. And just vibe out to it. That's one of the hardest things to do out here. Due to the fact that. Each and every day you're constantly dealing with the same people. So you now have to find even more ways. To fill those holes or those voids. One of my favorite things to do. Is to talk. I got that blessing from my mom, I guess you could say. And I've also come to see that it helps me relax myself. Now, whether that conversation may be with friends, family, or just to myself. I always feel so much better. And you can talk to yourself about anything. You have to be and have that connection with yourself to be able to feel or patch your whole. So number one, what I'd say do first 
is face your hole head on. I remember the movie Get Out to where you went to the sunken place. So let's let's say your hole is the sunken place for yourself. And I remember where a scene from the movie when uh, the guy's girlfriend's mother, who was the psychiatrist, placed him in the sunken place. And he went back to this time when he was younger and he lost his mother. She placed him in a state of mind to where he had to face his hole and look it dead in the eye to the point to where he could not move. And all he could deal with was his hole. That's what was being presented to him over and over again for like a consistent time. So you have to sit there with yourself, whether even if therapy helps, you have to sit there and think on your whole. And it may I know I, I keep saying singular. I keep saying whole in a singular form. But it could be numerous holes that you need to fill before they end up pulling you down to the sunken place and you never return to the surface of the light. We all face our own battles. We all have things that we might have done where we aren't happy of. We even have ourselves in some situations And you just have to sit back and be like, damn, how did I get here? And yes, it's okay to be upset with yourself for placing yourself on the, we'll say, the opposed side of the field. But if you're not doing anything to get yourself on the other side of that field and get yourself back on track, and build yourself up and continuously move forward then after a while you can't you can't ask for that pity you can't you can't beg for someone to be sad for you you can't have those moments to where you put yourself in a down state because after a while it may fall on you or at least at that moment it has fallen on you so My number two point would definitely have to be dig yourself out. So the same shovel that you use to dig that hole. And you can't always say, oh, well, this is what happened to me. The reason why I'm like this, you don't know my story. And yes, I understand that. There are things that you've gone through in life that you are just you don't feel that you're mentally capable or physically able to fight that battle yet. But if you continue to harp on that moment, you're going to miss out on numerous opportunities to better yourself and build yourself into the the person or 
being that you've always envisioned. Don't harp on the past. Don't let the past hold you back. Go to that hole and that same dirt that you dig, that you dug out of the ground and to build that first hole, take that dirt and put it back in that hole. Bury all of that. All of that negative energy. All of those negative feelings. Everything that came with that hole. You have to not necessarily remove or erase that out of your life. Because that's what makes you you. That still is going to be a part of you. But you can't let that hole be such a part of you that it makes you a different person and who you are not and who you never were meant to be. I definitely feel that everything that we encounter, every challenge, every bump, hump, and hole that we hit in life, we were built to body that situation. We were built to handle that moment and it was meant to build us. So where you may be looking at that moment as a loss, <clears throat> or you may be looking at that time in your life as a hardship. After you make it through, or even while you're going through it, look at it. Take a moment, step back, and look at it. And see what it is. What lessons can you gain from that? How is what I'm going through right now going to make me better for this time next year? How is what I'm going through right now going to help me advance this time next month? And when I stated that to someone, they were like, well... History repeats itself, and that's just how it goes. I, I, I understand that statement. And quite frankly, I must say that that is a terrible excuse to not push forward. Because if you feel like, oh, it's happened then before, so why should this time be any different? While I was going to school and I needed to make an A, but I've never made an A before. So why should I expect anything different now? So why try in the first place? I promise y'all, if y'all were to see my GPA from when I first went to school in 2013, when I first went to college, versus what it is now in 2021... If we were to do a side-by-side -side comparison and I held my name off of there, you would honestly think that you're looking at two different people from two different places on the world that just happened to go to school. And even, even for every excuse that I used on myself as to why I should not waste time in going back to school, why do I need a degree? Why do I want a degree? 
Why did I even start this in the first place? I had to go back and face those holes and talk to myself about it. You started it. Why not finish? Damn, I didn't know we were quitters now. You really going to allow yourself to sit here and you're going to tell yourself that you're dumb, you're not smart enough to make this? You're going to sit back and think as to how many ways it could go wrong, but never state the one way that it could go right? So you're going to go ahead and fail yourself out before you even attempt? It was numerous things that I had to sit there and be real and honest with myself. And yes, I have to be blunt with myself. I said things to myself that, honestly, if somebody else were to say them, I'm 100% sure I'd have a few assault charges. But that's my relationship with me. And you have to be 100% real with yourself, even if you're not with everyone else. You have to keep everything 100% with yourself. So that way, when those times do come, you can sit there and tell yourself whatever it is you need to say to buck up, get right, and light a fire under your ass so you can continue to go on. There's no time to be moping around sad. There's no time to make excuses for yourself. Continue on your path. Keep running. Keep going. Fill your holes. There's no time to be downing yourself because of a situation that you went through in your past. If that situation that created that hole in you was meant to take you out, or to put you in a negative area or space for this long, you wouldn't have made it out of that place in the first. You would have lost everything right then and there. Possibly even your life. It did not make you... That situation did not happen to you to make you weaker or less of the man or woman that you are or less of the beautiful soul that you are. The situation was placed to help strengthen you or help you realize or learn that at this moment here, you leveled up. It's always two L's that you take in every situation that occurs in your life, which is your lesson first, and leveling up after. It's always two L's. And people say, oh, I don't wanna, I'll never take an L in life. Hell, I have. I've taken numerous L's and bounced back from them. But it wasn't until I sat back. And yes, those L's hurt. It was, it was, it was multiple L's that hurt me. You know, multiple losses. At the time, that's, what, that's how my mindset was set to see that setback as a loss. But I had to reroute my thinking as you would your Wi-Fi at home if it's not working right or your TV if it's not if it's not showing clear enough or if it's not connected to the cable box. You have to reroute it. Reset, reroute. Those are the two R's that I go by and the two L's. 
lessons and leveling up. So when you go through and deal with your situations while you're on this journey of filling your holes, whether you patch it, plug it, or lay plaster over it, you have to fill it. Because if you don't fill it, you're going to always feel it. So just always remember to learn your lessons and prepare for your level up after you fill your holes. Peace.